everybody, and welcome to the fourth edition of the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 podcast, a weekly program in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding National Liberal Arts College. And we try to get it done in about 18 minutes and 53 seconds. In this fourth edition of the 1853 podcast, we'll meet Mama's new Presbyterian scholars. They're a great group of young people on campus. We'll also chat with Mama's women's soccer coach, Nick Rizzo. His young Fighting Scots team is off to a very fast start this fall. We'll also stop by the Wackerly Career and Leadership Center to meet with its director, 1995 Mammoth alum, Marnie Dugan. This is the Mammoth College 1853 podcast, and I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Mammoth College Office of Communications Marketing. Before we get into this week's show, I want to let you know about a few big upcoming events here at Mammoth College. Mama's theater season continues October 5 through the 8 with what promises to be another great production. This one will be directed by one of the college's outstanding students, junior Amanda Grissom. Amanda will direct two one-act plays by the pioneer feminist playwright Susan Glassbell. A Pulitzer Prize recipient, Glassbell hailed from nearby Davenport, Iowa, which is near Grissom's hometown of Eldridge, Iowa. Both one-act plays will focus on the plight of women at the turn of the 20th century, and both plays will be staged at Monmouth Fusion Theater, which of course is in downtown Monmouth. You can read more about the plays on the theater department's website, and that address is department.monm.edu slash theater, spelled R-E. We'll have more about those plays on an upcoming edition of the 1853 podcast. On Wednesday, October 4, the Monmouth Area Branch of the American Association of University Women will present a panel of distinguished educators, and they'll discuss the future of public education. The event will be held at 7 p.m. on Wednesday night, October 4, in room 273 in the Center for Science and Business. It should be a very informative and timely program. Then on October 17, 1998, Monmouth graduate Dr. Jennifer Cameron will give the annual Donald B. McMullen Lecture in Biology. Her talk will be at 7 p.m. on October 17, and it will be held in the Patti Auditorium in the Center for Science and Business. Jennifer leads a cancer research team at the Louisiana State University School of Medicine, and she'll also speak about the disease while she's on campus. There's a story about Jennifer's impressive career on the Monmouth College website, and that, of course, is at monmouthcollege.edu. Monmouth College's Presbyterian Scholarship is among the most prestigious scholarships available to the college's first-time freshmen and transfer students. It's for students who want to connect their Presbyterian faith to their Monmouth education. Monmouth welcomed four new Presbyterian scholars this school year, and there are four people who are poised to make a difference not only on campus, but in their communities as well. Monmouth College Chaplain Terry Ott says that the Presbyterian scholars play a big role both on campus and beyond. Uh, they play a really important role of um, 
really telling the story, keeping the story alive that we are a Presbyterian church-related college, that the, the college um, values its uh, church-relatedness by committing dollars toward their scholarships and their tuition, and, and in, in addition, the program that they all go through um, to help them grow as, as leaders um, in and for the church. We always tell churches, send your students to us so we can equip them and then gift them back to you when they graduate. Now let's meet this year's four new Presbyterian scholars. Alyssa Whitaker is a public relations sophomore who transferred to Monmouth, and she's from Gurney, Illinois. Alyssa says she was attracted to Monmouth because of the college's strong sense of community. So I was really involved in my youth groups back home at my church. Um, like I said, I grew up Presbyterian, and I just recently got confirmed because I decided not to in eighth grade. And this Presbyterian scholarship seemed a lot like how my youth group would be, and I wanted that community again, and I wanted to grow in my faith. And Alyssa says she's also excited about the leadership opportunities that are opened up to Presbyterian scholars at Monmouth. The Lux internship, I'm really interested in that and it's provided me a lot of friends. We just recently got back from a retreat and it was just a lot of team building and I grew in my faith on the retreat as well. Elizabeth Redesell is a biology freshman from Davenport, Iowa. She also hopes to minor in theater at Monmouth. Elizabeth says that Mama's strong Presbyterian heritage also played a big role in her decision to enroll at the college. Part of it, I've grown up Presbyterian. I've been a Presbyterian since I could like. Elizabeth says she also likes that Monmouth respects other faith traditions as well. Um, it means I get to meet a bunch of great people and work on them and work in faith and just be together. Holly Myers is also a Monmouth freshman. She's from Elmwood, Illinois. She plans to major in education. Allie says that she likes the relationships that Presbyterian scholars get to develop among one another. It's free. Like, they don't make you think one way or another about what religion you should choose or shouldn't choose, and I really like that. So you can be whatever you want to be on campus, and no one's going to tell you otherwise. Courtney Ora is an undecided freshman from Toulon, Illinois. She says that Mama's friendly campus played a big role in her decision to become a Scot. And whenever I came on campus, it was like everyone was so welcoming. And with my major being undecided, I felt like um, they're going to guide me in the correct direction. Those are the four new Presbyterian scholars at Monmouth College, four young people who are ready to make an impact on the campus and society. A reminder that Monmouth offers a weekly chapel service. It's every Monday from 1210 until 1240 p.m. and it's a course held in the Dahl Chapel and Auditorium. You're listening to the Monmouth College 1853 podcast, and I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Office of Communications and Marketing at Monmouth College. The Monmouth College women's soccer team is off to a fast start in this 2017 season. Through their first seven games of the season, the Fighting Scots posted a 5-2 record. They outscored their opponents in their first seven matches by a combined score of 25-7. The Scots begin Midwest Conference play at home on September 23 against Ripon College of Wisconsin, and that begins a three-game conference homestand at Peacock Memorial Athletic Park that includes matches against St. Norbert College of Wisconsin and next-door rival Knox College. To say that the Monmouth College women's soccer team is young would be an understatement. The Scots have a combined six seniors and juniors on their roster, 
But as Monmouth women's soccer coach Nick Rizzo likes to remind his young team, a soccer ball doesn't know a player's age. Our girls make fun of me because I have a lot of phrases that I overuse, but the phrase, one of the phrases I overuse all the time is the ball doesn't know how old you are. And I think that they've really shown that going into this year is that they are a group that you watch them and they don't play like freshmen. They don't play like this is their seventh college soccer game the other day. And they just, the communication and the leadership that they provide back there, we're still growing every day. And I always joke that we're young and dumb sometimes, but it's one of those things that we have, they came in and they were ready to be college soccer players, which was just fantastic for us because we needed it. And although his roster doesn't have many upperclassmen, Nick says his seniors and juniors have embraced their role and have been very strong leaders. We're, we're very short-staffed in our upper class. We have three seniors and three juniors, and they are great leaders. And I think they do a, have done a great job, especially when we have a group of 13 freshmen coming in, to be a good guide for them. And they, they have a ton of responsibility because they're outnumbered almost two to one, and they've been doing a fantastic job. I and mean, Nicole Nagel, who unfortunately tore ACL as our, our starting goalkeeper, has been nothing but unbelievable since that happened and that's not an easy thing to deal with and Natalie Wolski who is a junior captain for us has been absolutely phenomenal stepping into that role this year. And so Nick says that while his young team has a great deal of room for improvement it has already shown to be a lot more explosive on offense this year. The great thing about what we brought in with the freshman class is we have a lot of people that were ready to go and just ready to complement our other positions. I mean I think the thing about us going into this year is we have a lot of different weapons that can hurt you. Um, Cara Jade obviously has uh, six goals this year. J.C. Reese has five. Hannah Kugler, who's a freshman, has five. And Max Shaw has four. And so if you break that down, that's three sophomores and a freshman that are all four-plus goals. And we only had three-plus goal scorers last season. And so it's nice because we have a lot of different weapons. And we just have a ton of people that are... They were ready to be college soccer players, and I think that for them to come in and own those roles right away, especially because I'm playing, I think, probably six of them out of a position that they've never played before in their lives, I think that they're just they're adapting well and they're really buying into what we're trying to do. And Nick says that what's made this young 2017 season even more enjoyable thus far is the level of support his team has enjoyed from the rest of the Monmouth community. I mean, I think the coolest thing about the way everything's been going this year is the support that we've gotten from other sports teams and other areas of campus has just been phenomenal. And so anyone that's listening to this, I mean, at our game against BV when we won in overtime, the being able to watch the fans and really have them jumping with us at the end of the game was just beyond exciting. And so as best as we can support other sports teams, we encourage our girls to do that. But everything then, all the compliments that we've been getting both through social media and through conversations has just been phenomenal. So I just really wanted to thank every everyone on campus for all that they've done doing for us. It's been a really fun year so far and we can hopefully keep it rolling. That's Monmouth women's soccer coach Nick Rizzo. You can follow him on Twitter at Coach N Rizzo and you can follow Monmouth women's soccer on Twitter at Scott's W Soccer. Don't forget, you can follow Monmouth College Athletics on Twitter at MC Fighting Scots. Of course, to keep up with all things Fighting Scots related, check in early and often to the Monmouth College Athletics website, and that address is monmouthscots.com. It's also a good time to remind you of the many ways that you can follow Monmouth College on social media. Of course, there's Facebook at facebook.com slash monmouthcollege. That's the college's main Facebook account. The college's main Twitter account is at Monmouth. The college is also on Instagram at Monmouth College. And if you're on Snapchat, make sure to follow Monmouth on Snapchat. 
And that address is This Is Monmouth. You're listening to the Monmouth College 1853 podcast, and I'm your host, Dwayne Bonifer, in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Monmouth's Wackerly Career and Leadership Center was ahead of its time when it opened in 1996 because back then it was uncommon for a residential liberal arts college to have a freestanding career and leadership center. Fast forward more than two decades and the Wackerly Career and Leadership Center continues to play a vital role at Monmouth, serving both students and alumni. Marty Dugan, who's a 1995 Monmouth graduate, is director of the Wackerly Career and Leadership Center. And Marty says that the Wackerly Center continues to stand out in higher education because of its unique approach to developing a career. Um, We're very uh, unique in that um, we feel very strongly that career development and leadership development go hand in hand. So if folks are, are, um, you know, researching us and researching other schools and their career services offices, that's one thing that sets us apart. Um, You know, we feel, again, very strongly that as we're working with students towards their path to career success, as we're helping them navigate, um, you know, the appropriate academic majors and the appropriate career and graduate school opportunities that we're also helping them find ways to be involved on campus and learning um, about their own personal leadership styles and um, taking on those opportunities and um, gaining those experiences and the leadership roles because that's what employers and graduate schools want to see. They want to see students that have been active and that have contributed to their campus. In addition to offering career advice and counseling, the Wackerly Center sponsors a graduate and professional school fair. It sponsors several programs on leadership throughout the school year. It offers students tips on interview skills and resume writing and also writing cover letters. And it also offers students an etiquette dinner to help them better navigate a meal during a job interview. Marnie also helps students leverage the college's worldwide alumni network. Connections are everywhere. So, uh, for example, I'm currently assisting a student who is um, completing the application process for uh, Fulbright in Malaysia. we have an alumni chapter in Malaysia. And so as she's looking to reach out to connect with an affiliate institution, I'm able to reach out to um, an alum that has visited campus a couple of times and has, uh, you know, is from Malaysia. I've connected with him. He's provided. It's it's the everyday. Yes, I can connect you to this alum that's the VP of a, a local bank, but it's all corners of the world, and it's really exciting. As Marnie points out, the Wackerly Career and Leadership Center is available to not only students, but to Monmouth alumni as well. It's it's a free service, and we also assist a lot of alumni, um, whether it's a career change, whether they are, you know, displaced and need to, um, you know, identify a new direction. Um, you know, I was just working with a young alum that has decided that, you know, she wants a, a completely different um, path now, and she's looking at a graduate school program um, that that maybe fits a little bit more about what she's passionate about and what she wants to do, combining, you know, some of the things that, that she 
she knew about herself, you know, as a, as a student. And so working to get her connected with the Monmouth Alumni Network and helping her, you know, research what that new career opportunity looks like. So yeah, I think that sometimes alumni forget to to utilize us as a resource as well. That's Marnie Dugan, who's director of the Wackerly Career and Leadership Center. You can check them out on the Monmouth College website, and that address is monmouthcollege.edu slash Wackerly, W-A-C-K-E-R-L-E. Looking ahead to next week's 1853 podcast, we'll visit with members of the education faculty who are involved with that great panel discussion scheduled for October 4. We'll also preview the two one-act plays that will be performed down at the Fusion Theater October 5 through October 8, and we'll check in with the Monmouth College's men's soccer program. That's going to be a 30 for this fourth edition of Monmouth College's 1853 podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this program. Tell us what you think by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Until our next edition, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. So long and have a nice day. Mm-hmm.